Hi, this is a Life of Learning podcast. We hope you enjoy this episode. For this episode, after the original recording, I had a conversation with the guest. Some of this discussion is included at the end of this episode because I felt it should have been part of the original discussion. Hi everyone, welcome to Our Cuban Stories, episode two. This is where um, we get to hear other Cubans talk about their Cuban stories. We've already done one episode and we've got Carol coming back to talk about more Cuban stories. Carol, thanks for coming back. Oh, thank you very much for the invitation, Reggie. It's very kind of you and it's fun for me to be back. And I tell you what, we really, really had a good time. I really enjoyed listening to um, the stories uh, that we had, um, that we that we spoke about in the first episode. And like I said, this is something that I just want to keep continuing to do. Um, you know, when I speak to other Cubans, I'm going to ask them for their Cuban stories. And well, that'll I'm be gonna, fun. Yeah. So I'm going to then add it to um, to this series. If you go back to the first episode, you'll hear our reasons for doing these types of stories because we just love hearing Cuban stories, don't we? Yes, we do. Very much. <laughs> very much. There's always something to learn. It's always something to be inspired by. So, yeah, it's great fun. Yeah. So if you haven't heard the first episode, um, Carol mentioned about a uh, cube smashing incident on, on, on the bus. And uh, I've got one of those um, sort of like uh, stories that I'm going to tell myself. So I was on the underground and um, I think it was one of the first times I got a four by four cube on the underground uh, to do. Normally it was always the three by three, but I thought yeah, this time let me get the four by four out. So okay. I got my, yeah, so I got my four by four out and um, I was doing it and I didn't manage to complete it because I had to, well, I, I managed to complete several souls, but I didn't manage to complete it um, because I had to get out of um, yeah. uh, the, the station. Uh-huh. And, uh, we got out of Westminster Station because that's where I was, uh, the office was. So uh-huh. I got out. So, yeah, so I quickly, so, so what happened was I tried to finish doing the cube and I couldn't, I just couldn't complete it. So I just dumped it on top of my uh, bag and um, zipped it up and just quickly rushed out and um, got out uh, of the station. And it was chucking it with rain. Oh, oh. It, the train was so heavy. But I'd already I had, I had a jacket because um, I, I kind of predicted that um, it was probably going to rain anyway. Uh-huh. So um, I just got out of the station and I quickly pulled out my jacket. Oh. And. I heard this crash, but I didn't think nothing of it because I was just, you know, walking quickly to get out, you know, put my jacket on and, um, you know, walk to the office. Yeah. And I was thinking, I wonder what that crash was. And I was thinking about it and I was thinking, anyway, I got into the office and it was in my head and I was thinking, what what, what, what was that? What was that? Then I thought, oh, I wonder if that was my cube. Oh, really? So I looked in my bag and I, Obviously, it was my cube. I just couldn't believe it. And this crash was really, really loud. And people must have, I mean, you know what it's like during the rush hour. People were yeah, here, yeah. there and everywhere. And, you know, no one said anything. So I didn't think nothing of it. And I looked, I thought, 
it's got to be my cube. So nine hours later, I went back to the station. <gasps> oh no. <laughs> and that was an emergency, you station, should have gone straight away. <laughs> but yeah, well, at the entrance of the station, there were fragments of my four by four, oh, literally everywhere. And you know how oh. colorful the pieces are. Oh yes. <laughs> Oh, so obviously thing. what had happened is I put the cube on top of my raincoat, yeah. pulled the raincoat out really quickly without thinking about it. Mm. It crashed, just, I don't know, just sort of like wanting to sort of like get into the office quickly. Yeah. And um, yeah, that was it. <laughs> oh, that's a really sad story. <laughs> oh, it was. And the thing is, in a way, what would I have done <laughs> if I had you know, noticed it was a Cuban look back. Hmm. I would never have been able to pick these pieces up. Because oh, it literally smashed into, yeah. you know, oh. almost its component parts. Oh, you poor thing. <laughs> have you got over that experience? Well, I still remember it to this day and I still remember the crash. You remember it, remember... but did it upset you? <laughs> <laughs> no, it didn't upset me. It was, uh... I mean, it was, yeah, I mean, it was just one of those things. But um, oh. yeah, I still I still remember it to this day. And I just still remember going back to the station and seeing all those pieces, oh. you know, just sort of like everywhere. <laughs> well, here's something. People would, it would have caused some entertainment for people walking by, wouldn't it? <laughs> I'll tell you what, it happened so quickly. I'm not sure if it would have registered. Because you know what it's like? People are just off getting on to work and, you know, doing their own thing. I'm not sure. I mean, they would have heard the crash, but... I don't know whether they would have attributed it to me. I don't know. I don't know if no, no, no. I mean, I mean the pieces being on the floor for nine oh. hours or the rest of the day, at least. People yeah, walking sure by all have... day would have seen those pieces. A lot of people wouldn't have known what they were, but then some people would have known what they were. And maybe. Oh, pieces maybe. Of, a, of a Rubik's Cube. Yeah, four <laughs> by four as well. So you know how many pieces that would have. That's a lot of pieces. Yeah. But yes. So I do still remember the crash. It's still vivid oh, in my mind. Oh, bless you. <laughs> It sounds quite mm. distressing to me. Yeah. So, so you bought another one, and it's a better one anyway. And you don't put it on top of your coat in your bag. No, yeah, it was a, it was a lesson there. I'm glad it wasn't because uh, I think the next one I bought was um, that's when magnetic cubes started coming out, and I got one of the okay, right, right, yeah. right, slightly heavier than the one I had. I think the one I had was the cyclone, the cyclone cubes one, mm. which is really clunky. But the next one I got was a. Come, it was it was a magnetic one anyway, slightly heavier. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's my first story. So what's uh, what's 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 your one then, Carol? Um. Well, here's one again. Not that long ago, uh, less than two weeks ago, I was on mm. a bus. As I said, most of my stories start with I was on a bus. <laughs> <laughs> I was on a bus uh, going to work, and I had. Um, already done my mega mix i put it back in my bag and i'd taken out my three by three and i was just drilling a few algorithms as as you do and um two couples got on and they sat behind me and they were chatting about their children and their grandchildren and they were having very nice lively conversation there were a couple of couples that by the sounds of their conversation i was kind of hearing um in between was that um, they'd known each other for a long time and they were meeting up for this day, which is a nice thing. So that's why they were chatting about the kids and the grandkids, which is lovely. They sounded very, very pleased to see each other, very friendly, very happy conversation that was going on behind me. And then I heard one of the women say, 
oh, I'm sorry, I'm not really listening. I'm watching this woman do the Rubik's Cube. <laughs> and then one of the others said, oh, oh, yes, yes, oh, I could never do that. And then the first woman said, no, me neither, but she's not even looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then one of the other ones said, oh, oh no, I, I couldn't do it either. So I turned around, obviously I wasn't going to ignore them anymore. I turned around and said, anyone can learn it. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the journey was me chatting to them about how they could learn it too. That My son taught me, I didn't want to learn at first, but I gave in and I'm really glad that I, learned, I know it now and it's really good for improving my memory and coordination, all that business, all the kind of wonderful reasons why we, we do this fabulous hobby I was chatting to these people about. And between the four of them, they designated one in particular to be the person who was going to learn it. Ah, right. Yeah, and he did actually seem more interested than the others. He was the one asking questions about, well, what would I look for on YouTube and which book Mm -hmm. is it again? And he he actually seemed very interested. But it's a lovely conversation. Again, a very nice interaction with some really lovely people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it, again. It's something. It's something about the uh, the cube that um, gets people talking. Because I said they've always got some sort of relationship with it. They either grew up with it, or they um, you know have seen someone do it, or you know there's a, they they know about it. And I suppose it's unusual for them to see someone actually doing it and actually solving it. I think that's probably what it is. Yes. Yes. Definitely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And, and part of this interaction as well was the when I turned around and started talking to them, the woman who um, told her friends that she wasn't paying attention because she was watching me, she then said to me, but I, I don't understand, you're not even looking at it. And I said, <laughs> oh, I, I'm, don't worry, I'm just practising something. I'm just mm-hmm. practising something in particular. Yeah. So I didn't bother to mention there's a, there's a whole blind cubing <laughs> thing out there. <laughs> I didn't mention mention that, I would probably scare her. Yeah, Um, yeah. I said, no, the the reason I'm not looking is because I'm just practicing a particular thing, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's a good one. Again, the magic of the cube, wow. It is magic, (laughs) it is magic. People can't, I firmly believe that people can't help themselves. Yeah. So, so what you were saying about people talking to you when you've got your headphones on, which surprises me, mm-hmm. again, they can't help themselves because yeah. you, wouldn't, you wouldn't normally just walk up to somebody on a tube, yeah. on the underground, if they're wearing headphones or in the street or anywhere. You don't talk to people who've got headphones on because that usually means they don't want to engage. <laughs> yeah, no, the, 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 they don't. And But as, as I said, they must want to engage, you know, because yeah. normally if you've got someone with headphones, you're not going to really disturb them, are you? No. Yeah. But but because it's the cube, these these poor people can't help themselves. They have to talk to you about it. They have yeah. to. Yeah, they have to, yeah. <laughs> it overrides all logic. No, I must talk to that person about you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And to be honest, you know, you know, you know, you want to get your practice time in, but I'm not really, I mean, I've, I mean, I've got so used to it now that, you know, sorry to disturb because no, 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 if you want to talk, you know, I'm, I'm happy to, you know, to talk to anyone that wants to talk about it. Oh yeah, no, I totally agree. It never bothers me. No. Never no. bothers me. It's not interrupting. It's part of the fun. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> I it happen is. to have it because it's practice time, but the practice yeah. time is, is any time. Yeah. And if you want to chat about it, yeah, you can have as much time as you want. I don't yeah. mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't have to be somewhere else. I will talk about the cube. Get me to stop <laughs> is going to be your trick. 
Could it be your difficulty? Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. Well, it's something you, you, I mean, so it seems like I've, I've, I see a theme with you. You've got a lot of um, bus stories, and I've got a lot of, um, well, my, I had a, the first one I spoke about was the taxi in oh, venice mm-hmm. so that was probably probably the most unusual one venue that i probably in yes. terms of cubic stories but most of mine are probably uh cube uh, cube ones tube ones underground okay, okay. people in the states metro so yeah so i've got my next one which is quite quite kind of a short one but it okay. was um it was quite interesting so i was uh, solving my cube again with my headphones on and uh, this young, young young man must have been, I don't know, probably about maybe 18, 19, came up to me and he tapped me and he said, um, and I took my headphones off, and he goes, is that the Moyu Waylon GTS 3 No. <laughs> and I said, no way. I went, what? <laughs> I, I, and, 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 and I had to say, sorry, can you say that again, please? Because I was just, I couldn't believe he was, you know, naming the cube in front of me. That's and I said, specific. sorry, can you say that again? He goes, yeah, is that the, you know, the uh, Moyu Waylong GTS 3 M? And I was thinking, yeah, yeah, it's, I know it's the GTS 3. I couldn't remember what it was made on. Goes, yeah, it is, yeah, it's the GTS 3. I goes, how did you know? And obviously, I don't know if you're familiar with it yourself, but it's got the ridges. Uh, okay, I didn't yeah. know that. So, so yeah, yeah. So the mail on. No, but no, yeah. no. But the point is, you've got somebody standing beside you who knows what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, but he <laughs> recognised the cube. I mean, yeah. obviously, it still had the little logo in there, and I don't mm. think he was. I don't think he could have read the logo. But obviously, because it's because um, I don't know if you're familiar with it. It's it's got sort of like grooves um, on the on the edge pieces. No. No, yeah, so so it's it is quite a distinctive cube, right? Um, yeah, so it is a quite a distinctive. I mean, if it was a GAN cube because it's got the big G, you could probably recognise that. No, no, but never cube. mind all that. I'd just be excited about meeting somebody who knows about a cube. <laughs> yeah, I know, but clearly already it, solve it. Oh, really? But but to name it oh, correctly yeah. for me yeah. that was mind blowing. Oh wow! Well. You chatted so about the puzzle for a while. Sorry. Sorry, go on. No, no, so yeah, so yeah, so he said, I said, yeah, and he goes, I said, how do you know? He goes, oh, well, I've, you know, um, you know, I'm into cubing myself. And mm. then obviously we got into, you know, a long conversation about cubing. Mm. And I gave him the cube, um, mm. you know, just to prove to say that, he, you know, to, and he knocked it out in, I think he knocked it out in about 20 seconds. So I could tell that you okay. know, he had some really advanced yes. algorithms and yes. stuff like that. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> Uh, and I think he said they'd actually been into some competitions as well. Sure. Uh, so yeah, so we spoke for, you know, it must have been about four or five stops on the underground. Oh. You know, we said our goodbyes and, uh, and, and and that was it. But I think that was probably, he was probably the person, no, there was another person that was probably, that I've spoken to that was probably more into it than this guy. But the fact that he could name the cube was, oh. yeah, for me, mind blowing. <laughs> Oh, it probably made his day as well, meeting you, to have that conversation with you. 
Oh, yeah, it was unbelievable because then, you know, you could just see other people on the underground yeah. just zooming in on us and we were just oh. talking Cuban and obviously yeah. for them it was a different language. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Oh, what a lovely interaction. I like that. Yeah, and I gave him the cube and they saw him, you know, do a really fast solve. So it was, uh, yeah. you know, they, they just couldn't believe that, you know, we'd probably just met and, you know, we, you know, just got talking about cubing. Oh, it's wonderful, isn't it? It's international language again. Universal language. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I just love the fact that you can have those kind of experiences like that just because of this little puzzle. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. And like you said, I think we've spoken about this before on other, before on other shows um, that we've recorded, but it's very rare that you can find someone that you can talk to about Cuban. It's, you know, it, it doesn't happen very often. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I'm loving this podcast so much. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, um, you know, like we said, you know, you know, we could talk hours about Cuban and, you know, when you see someone that is, you know, so into it as well and, you know, and you're talking, you know, you're talking all the terminology and stuff, stuff like that, you almost enter into sort of like a twilight zone and, you, you know, you know, nothing, no, you, you're not even listening, you're not even aware of what other people are doing, you know, you just sort of like just locked into that conversation. Uh-huh. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. I totally agree. It's mm-hmm. wonderful. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I like that story that you met somebody on the underground to chat to about it. Someone who knew what he was doing, knew what oh, he was well, talking yeah. about. Yeah, I mean, he was he was next level because obviously he went, you know, he did competitions and mm. obviously, you know, when someone is, is that fast, you know how much time and effort and what oh. algorithms he's learned to get to that level. So yes. sort of like you kind of appreciate, you know, because we all know that those, those guys that are doing those fast times, we know the level of uh, commitment yeah. and practice yeah. that they've put in. We know. Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. And um, it 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 puts into perspective the the experiences you have with people who don't cube, who think, well, with me it happens. People see me solving the cube, and they think I'm this very, very unusual, really, really fast, very, very special kind of human being, yeah. which I may be, but <laughs> it's not it's not my cubing that makes them that should make them think that because I'm not I I have no speed to speak of. Yeah. But because they don't understand, yeah. they think I could take five minutes, and they think it was brilliant. Just the fact, oh that yeah, done it, just the fact you've done it at all. Yeah, exactly. And the so fact to me, got it out. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> that you can do any, that you can do anything with it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. so to meet somebody in real life, <laughs> I don't think I've met anyone in real life who can do a twenty-second solve. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, don't it's... think I have actually. <laughs> <laughs> I've only seen them online. Yeah. <laughs> I've just realised I've never actually been in a company of somebody who. Oh my! I'm going to have to change that. I'm going to have to change that. Definitely. Sorry. Yeah. I'm well, get, I, I get excited I, now. What to find, <laughs> find someone is you know that can even do the cube let alone that can do it you know sort of like super you know super quick like that unless the only way you can do it is you know when you go to competitions well there's only well this is it there's only very few people that can solve at that kind of level and it's a big world that we live in so the fact that you managed a rendezvous with that guy says quite says a lot really yeah yeah well done for doing that yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad he reached out to me because, and I think, I think, I don't know, it's kind of, when you do see someone, I mean, like you said, um, I've seen, you know, 
some a little boy trying to do the cube on the underground and lucky um, he was just fiddling about with it he wasn't mm. you know he wasn't doing it but you you know you look at it and you think you know you want to go up and talk to that person mm. oh, no i didn't i didn't in the end um, mm. yeah i just i just yeah i just did i just didn't feel it was appropriate at that time mm. um, but you know you do want to go out and you know if you see someone doing it mm. um, i mean if, in fact have you seen anyone on the underground or, or on public transport doing the cube like you doing it no never Never. The, the closest I've got is similar to the, the child you said you met just now, or, yeah. or didn't meet, you saw. I yeah. was on a, on a bus once and I was very close to the stop where I was getting off and a, a mother and a little girl got on with a puzzle they bought just from a local toy shop. I mean, it was, it couldn't even, it could hardly even turn. Um, yeah. But this child was very small. She was four or five, so she wasn't, yeah. she, not so, because there are four or five year olds around the world who can, I know. Yeah. But she, they didn't know how to do anything. Yeah. But I did speak to the mother when I got off though, mm-hmm. and, um, and uh, said a few things about it, if, uh, asking her if she was interested. And, yeah. If she knew it, what I always ask them when I meet parents, and is there anybody in the family who knows how to yeah. solve yeah. this, who can help them? Because if they're interested, it would be nice to, yeah. to nurture that. But yeah, that's the only time I've never met anyone who can, who can, yeah. I mean, or I've who met, has been cubing at the time? Yeah, I mean, I've got another story which I'm going to um, go for a, a later, another an, um, another episode. Okay. Um, but yeah, but in, in terms of someone coming on and doing the cube no I've not seen it apart from my family where we go on the underground and we'll be doing the cube all, all three of us will be doing the cube as the other people that I know that would be uh, that would be uh, that, that I know that on the underground or anywhere in the public place that we were doing the cube yeah, uh, yeah. that's a really so, nice thing though that you yeah, do that together yeah. makes the journey go really fast doesn't it as well as yeah. just <laughs> oh, and, that, and that's another thing you're right the journey does go super quick <laughs> It does go super quick when you're cubing on uh, um, or in you know, public transport on the plane as well. When I've done cubing uh-huh. on the plane as well, okay. and uh, yeah, the plane journey goes super quick. Well, here's an interesting question um, about you on the underground and me on the bus. I said um, earlier in this conversation or the previous one, I can't remember now, that I noticed when I started cubing on buses that after the first few minutes I became unaware of other people, mm, others mm. just cubing. But yeah. I've often been asked about missing my stop mm-hmm. and I've, I've never missed my stop. So I'm still aware of my surroundings, mm. but I'm not bothered by the people that are about because I, it's not interfering with my focus on what I'm doing. Yeah. Yet I'm still aware of where I am. So what do you think about that? Because I've, I've pondered that a few times and thought to myself, well, I feel like I'm kind of totally in the zone, but I've never missed my stop. Okay. I've cubed in, on the underground uh-huh. loads of times. Uh-huh. Loads and loads of times. Uh-huh. And I've missed the, I've missed the stop once. In fact, I didn't miss it. I missed, the, I missed my stop twice. I missed two stops. Right, right. <laughs> That's the only time. Yeah, okay, so point. it's not like it happens a lot, though. No, it doesn't. That's what I'm saying. It it's interesting, isn't it? Don't you find yeah. that interesting? I find that quite interesting. Yeah, I mean, you are sort of like, I mean, I mean, you are in the habit as well because you know my journey was pretty much the same every day, and I'm assuming yours is pretty. So you do get sort of like an internal clock, don't you? That you know that, okay, yeah, this is 
you know, this is the station. Okay, the next station I know I need to get up. Mm. So yeah, I mean, again, I mean, what about people that are on their phones and stuff like that? It's a, it's a similar thing, isn't it? They're locked in on their phones, aren't they? Yeah, well, I don't want to get into that if you don't. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> because I care so little about that. But... <laughs> yeah, 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 sure. Well, I'll tell you what, there's one thing about doing the cube in the underground. If your phone runs out of battery, you can just always still solve. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's very that's what true. I always say. <laughs> that's very true indeed, yeah. So I'll, I'll end off on that note. So, uh, yeah, thanks for sharing um, some more stories again. As I said, um, I'm hoping to continue um, this sort of like uh, this series of Cuban stories and trying to get other people to share their stories as well. So, Carol, thanks once again. Thank you very much, Reggie. It's been a lot of fun. I'm really enjoying these. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. given me that sort of like interaction which it's I don't know maybe it's, maybe it's not for many people maybe people will don't want that is it attention I suppose it is attention really isn't it well yeah no that's a very interesting point because people have said to me because I share these stories with my friends and family when I sure. get home from a journey oh well, you never guess what happened well they yeah. always say yeah that happens to you a lot but um I mm. often get from them oh, I would hate that I don't want people coming up to me and saying this and saying that or but yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you. It's, um, well, I think maybe because you've been doing it for a while, I've been doing it for a while, we're just used to that kind of thing happening. Yes. And, yeah. and, and, and we, we do it not because of that, not because yeah. we're trying to make that happen or trying to elicit that from people. We're doing it because we love the cube. That's the only reason we do it, because yeah. we love the cube. We want to cube, we enjoy cubing, we, it comes first in yeah. those situations we're on transport we've got time we're going to cube then those kind of things happen and we don't mind yeah. if we minded we wouldn't do it anymore but the yeah. desire to cube overrides that yeah yeah and, and and like you said it's you know that journey time how many people say that their journey time is a waste you know it's their they time do time. don't they yes yeah yeah i totally agree because it's no, of course not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I tell you what, there were times because I was say I, you know, I go into the office every now, every now and again and stuff uh -huh. like that. There were times when I was looking forward yes. to that time on the underground so I could get uh -huh. to, to get to do some cubing because we've given it value. Yeah, it's valuable time now. Yeah, and. And so instead of getting to the end of the day and oh, I haven't cubed it and I wanted to practice this, I wanted to practice that. If you've done an hour because you've been on two, three, four buses, undergrounds, whatever you, you happen to be travelling on, you've you've done that as well. You yeah. can still do more, but yeah. you know you've done some. So it's really good for your self-esteem um, and what you your goals. It's really good for knowing you want to do daily practice. I've already done some. Yeah, if I do yeah. more, it's as well. That's always a good thing because none of us want to be learning something and get to the end of the day and think, oh, I haven't done this yet. It becomes pressure then. Exactly. That takes the fun out of it. Yeah, yeah, no, it does. And, and for me, I don't know about you, but I think sometimes, like I said, I'm so locked in, it's almost probably the best practice time that I would have had. <laughs> oh, okay, I like that. I hadn't thought of that. 
Yeah, yeah because that. something sometimes yeah. when I'm home, there might be other distractions. No, don't tell me wrong. Don't get me wrong. There are distractions on the underground, but I don't know. I'm just locked in. You know, my head is down, and I'm you know you know trying to you know solve and you know yeah. drill some algs and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. For me, it's it's really productive time. Mm, no, it is. It is definitely. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, you know, when people say, so, you know, how did you get good at it? Well, you know, um, how do you find the time? Because, well, I'm using this time, you know, on the underground to, you know, you know, to get good at it. Yeah, for some people, practice is a dirty word, but it's up to them. I always maintain people choose how they spend their time, so, yeah. So I think, yeah, I think, you know, we do make most of that sort of like so-called dead time because you do get people complain about, you know their journey time and how long yeah. it is and stuff like and, that. And I understand that. I do yeah, get I that. I do get that. But I've said to, in fact, another one is cab drivers. I often say because they spend a lot of time sitting around waiting for a yeah. fare. Yeah. And I've had many conversations with cab drivers about learning to queue. Yeah. Mm. So I'll do that another time with you. <laughs> I'll tell, yeah. you about, <laughs> tell you about some of those. Right, so we've we've got some cab stories, we've got some Venice or Venice taxi stories, underground stories, yeah, coach stories as well. So yeah, we've got. Did I tell you the coach one before? Yeah, you did. You did. Oh, I couldn't remember. Yeah, the one where that we had the seven by seven.